Okay. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Seekers Quest. It's good to be here with you all. It's been a while, about a week and a half since we since we um, recorded one live. So it's nice to be back. And uh, how how are you, Cece? Yeah, I was just in Singapore. I came back today. Uh, and uh, I just reached here about an hour ago. I'm in a city called Nasik. She's one of the most sacred cities in India. Happy to be here. Happy to be with all of you today. Wow. Do you have classes okay. in Nasik? Will you be there for a while giving classes? Yeah, I'm here. For, I'm doing a series on Janmashtami. Oh, nice. So, Which so is... I'm not able to see myself when oh, I'm really? speaking. We can see you. It's a little confused. You can hear me and see me both. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fine. But so, the big screen now is just me. <laughs> it's not your tablet. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, there we go. Great. Great. Well, I guess Veda won't be joining us today. He's helping um, one of our listeners and members of his community, uh, Kamala, transition, uh, leave, leave her body. So he's there with her family and friends. Last I heard he was organizing endless kirtan. So, um, yeah, he and, and Kamala are, are in our prayers. You know, we had a really nice heart space with, um, Kamala's husband, Ramananda on Thursday and, um, heard a little bit from him about, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was a really, um, deep one. It was kind of a heavy one to be honest, but it, it's, um, it's very, um, sobering, and uh you know it reminds us all why why we do this practice um in that you know the soul's journey is eternal we're here for just a moment so doing as much as we can to prepare the soul for its journey is just makes sense <laughs> right so come that is in Atlanta or where is she? No, she's in Belgium. He flew out to Belgium a few days ago. Yeah. Oh, you okay. just you just popped off my screen, Cece. Um I don't see your yeah, there you are. Great. Okay. Oh. So today we're gonna talk about forgiveness. This is um our fourth part of the series we're doing on disagreements, no respect, or no, <laughs> disagreements, no disrespect. <laughs> and um, we talked a little first about causes of conflict, strategies for resolving conflict. We talked about effective communication. Uh, so now we're kind of coming to the to the conclusion here, and we're, we're going to talk about forgiveness, kind of picking up the pieces and uh, healing our, ourselves. Um, from conflict. And what and it's funny, you know, one thing when I think about forgiveness, one thing that I think about is um, you know, a lot of we talk about forgiveness with other people and and that's you know definitely so important. But I, something I struggle with is forgiving myself sometimes. I know I know we've talked about this on the show um a couple times, but just giving your own self that grace. Uh, to make mistakes or to not handle things the way that you would like to, 
and to let go of that as well. So as we go through today's um, class, I might kind of weave some of that in because um, I think it's something that I know I struggle with and I hear a lot of students struggle with, and it can be so inhibiting to our own growth and our own uh, journeys. So what do you think about that, Cece? Yeah. It uh, there are two situations. If you consider guilt, it is present when unhealthy or unwanted, or you could make it unwarranted, and that is damaging, and it's just as damaging when guilt is absent when warranted. Sometimes some people have done something seriously wrong and then, then they're just so nonchalant and yeah, it's all right. I think both are there and we can talk about guilt separately and forgiving ourselves also separately. Uh, more, we have talked about it once. But I, I, yes, definitely in conflicts, there are both sides to the conflict or two sides to a conflict. So naturally, uh, we don't want to be too hard on the other person, I consider I am here and the other person is here. And when there is a when there is a conflict, so we don't want to have like a ton uh, to crush the other person. You know, you are like this, you are like that, you are like that. Don't want that. But at the same time, we don't want a ton to crush us also. So I think uh, forgiving the other person and forgiving ourselves, both are both are important. Yeah, we can talk about them definitely. definitely. Yeah, and so, as I was reading through those points that we discussed talking about today, I I felt like they could apply to both. I don't know if if you um if if but I as I was reading it, I was like, oh, okay, this could this could also apply to forgiving myself. So we'll see how it weaves in. <laughs> yeah. So let's look at what journey we have taken till now. Overall, you want to recap the journey, Radha? Or should I do that? I think you should do it. Yeah. Okay. So, and you've been talking about conflict. Basically, at one level, it's just unavoidable that there'll be conflicts. So the first step is expectations. We try to lower them so that we don't expect perfection. We don't accept the idea that there is a perfect partner, that there is that there is perfection. And then what happens is, it's what is real, it may not be up to the stuff of our dreams, but it is is something which some the real can be good actually it can even be great at times and then after that we discuss about perceptions how we have our own perceptions and conceptions and these we need to expand them from where they are we want to make them broader and broader going outward and then we talk about our communication so in one sense you can say expectations 
are what we bring into a relationship this is what i expect you to be and then perceptions are what come from the other person how we see the other person and then communication is of course in one sense both ways but how the other person communicates is not in our control how we communicate is in our, our control so communication we try to make it more sensitive more effective more sensible talk about two things a sensitive and sensible so now today what we are discussing is okay if the conflict did not arise simply from misunderstanding the conflict arose because so broadly conflicts can have there are two very general categories there could be misunderstandings that person didn't do anything wrong but he just thought that they had done something wrong or it could arise from mistakes and on the trajectory of mistakes there could also be misdeeds mistakes indicate it's more accidental or unintentional but it could be more than that also so if it is misunderstandings then we address them through communication okay this is what i thought and we we plan out how can we prevent to avoid prevent the recurrence of such misunderstandings so we resolve misunderstandings by communication but if there are mistakes and misdeeds and that is where the domain for forgiveness comes in what do we do in such situations how do we go about forgiving so that's what we will discuss today anything you want to add to this recap or orientation no i love how you layered in the causes of conflict with expectations kind of coming from the outside we impose expectations on other people and then perceptions which is how we perceive their actions um which there could be misalignment there they could perceive their actions as being okay and you you may not and then communication is like kind of it's a strategy for resolving conflict but it's also kind of the way to clear yeah it clears those things up so if if we can really fine tune our communication then maybe uh, we can see that our perceptions are are more aligned than we thought they were and then maybe we can um we can also negotiate or discuss more our expectations so that they can be more realistic in a relationship so yeah i love the layers of those and how they all affect and feed into each other um yeah thank you thank you so let's move on now so now with respect to forgiveness mm, i prefer to often when we talk about things which are abstract it is better to break them down into categories although it didn't all fit into very neat categories but let's talk about this at three levels forgiveness as intention forgiveness as emotion and forgiveness as action so we could say put it is associated with three levels of our being action is associated with the body emotion is associated with our mind Uh, intention it's complex where it comes from but let's say that 
this is it's arising from our free will so it arises from our soul from the essence of who we are so now sometimes we may think that you know, this action is unforgivable just it cannot be forgiven or sometimes we may think that i want to forgive this person but still when i as soon as i see that person as soon as i remember what they have done i just feel if not a rage coming within me i just feel an aversion coming within me i feel uh, feel a coldness coming within me and i can't seem to be able to stop that so if we just consider if we don't break down forgiveness if we just forgiveness as an amorphous whole as an amorphous uh, concept amorphous means not divided then it we have these two extremes we feel it is it is unwise it is uh, in a, it is uh, it, it is it is uh, you know this person is so not unwise i would say it is this person is not worthy of forgiveness you could say and this action is such that it should not be forgiven hmm it's unwise or un unworthy or unwarranted and you could other extreme i think it's undoable so they don't deserve it or why can't i do it mm. why don't i just forget the whole thing why can't i move on so but when we break it down then what happens we understand that there are stages in this so forgiveness as intention it is it is doable and desirable hmm i'll explain these other points forgiveness as emotion hmm it will happen its own course we need patience for it be patient like sunan forgiveness as action for that requires evaluate Mm. So, when yeah. when I mean forgive, yeah, go ahead. This this is just really nice how you provide this progression here, um, because forgiveness in itself is is complex, and it's easy for people just to say like, "Oh, just just forgive and forgive and forget." It's like, well, I can't do that. But when you kind of look at it like this, and you can kind of identify maybe the stage that you're at. and work through it stage by stage it seems to make it a little bit more digestible like intention i know intention for me like if i'm carrying around a certain level of resentment or the way that i feel around a person is like super adverse like i can't be around them or sometimes even like anxiety um or sometimes you know frustration sometimes i'm just like i'm criticizing them in my mind And those are all like triggers that like okay something's going on here and frankly none of those things feel good they all feel super 
um, unharmonious or disharmonious? They, but it, 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 which one is it? <laughs> it they don't, it does unharmonious. Is that what you said? Dis- disharmonious. Disharmonious. Okay. Disharmonious. They all feel super disharmonious because whether or not I'm, I'm going to, you know, be buddy, buddy with that person and have a super close relationship. I don't want to carry around a feeling of just yuck. You know, I don't want to feel like I have to avoid where the other person is or like none of those things feel good. And ultimately I'm the one that is stuck with them. It's, it's oftentimes, you know, maybe it doesn't even affect the other person. I'm the one that's carrying that around. And then that will come out in me in other ways. So it's like this, this first step of intention, you know, regardless of what the other person has done to you or what you feel like the other person has done to you doing this just, just to heal yourself so that you're not stuck carrying this burden that is just yuck. (laughs) I just is, is important. Um, it's like making that decision that like initial commitment. Okay. I, I'm, I'm want to get there with this person. So the way I think this is beautifully put, you know, it's very difficult to move on with our life. If we are not forgiving, the forgiveness as intention, my understanding is almost like it's a gift we give ourselves. Mm. And we are worthy of that gift. So what this means is that in the forgiveness as intention means I am not going to carry the past into the future. Okay, this person did this. It was a bad thing that they did. But I am not going to carry the past in the future. So it's more of, I want to move on. And to move on, I am going to close the door to the past. This is more of closing the door to the past. Or you could say, uh, or to the past, another way to put it is, Closing the inner replay of the past. Okay. So that happened, but I want to move ahead. So this, when we say it's a gift we give to ourselves, it's a gift because essentially by this, we stop carrying the burden of the past into the future. So it's uh, this will become a little clearer when I go to the next point of, of uh, forgiveness as emotion. Yeah, but I like. You want to add, yeah, yeah it, the fact you, you point out, kind of getting off our own hamster wheel. Um, I also feel like just to again weave in forgiveness for ourselves. Sometimes, if if you know you've made a mistake and maybe not handle things the way you should have. Sometimes for me, um, the first thing you want to do is almost like denial. Like it's, it's hard to even admit to yourself that you made a mistake. Like all you really want to do is kind of dig your heels and say, no, they were wrong. I, I didn't do anything wrong. And, um, and then, and then maybe even avoid the person, like maybe like, oh, I, I, I'm just not even going to see the person or create more conflict. 
So either way, it's like, you're really just on the same hamster wheel of like, okay, I did something wrong. Now I'm either going to react and create more conflict, or I'm going to avoid the person, which is, which is also kind of on the same hamster wheel. So in within yourself, also what I've learned is the sooner you can identify like, oh shoot. Okay. I misstepped there. The more, and the more that you can just accept, you know, I'm human. I'm going to, I'm going to misstep. And I'm just going to go to this person and apologize for my misstep. Then it's almost like, it's like, oh, okay. Everything's lifted. I'm good. Maybe the person's still upset. That's okay. They can still be upset and you can get off your own hamster wheel of destruction. And, um, this is something I've been trying to practice more and more in my life. And I've noticed the difference in how far I get in that hamster wheel and how it just compounds on itself. And the relationship gets worse and worse when it's like, okay, I'm just going to make the decision to own up to what I did, to apologize to the person, to forgive myself, to just accept, you know, I'm going to mess up because I'm human and I'm going to correct now. And um, sometimes it's irregardless of where the other person is. And that can be really difficult. If the other person isn't ready to say, you know what? I messed up too. That can, that can be difficult, but it, Again, it's just staying on your side of the fence, recognizing your mistakes, owning up, forgiving yourself, and and kind of moving forward in your own journey of it. So that's my two cents around around that one. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah, sometimes a conflict may go on. Not just because the other person is obstinately sticking to their their and as you say, digging their heels. Sometimes it may be because we just feel we are we are internally beating ourselves up, and somehow we are acting out in a way that perpetuates the conflict. Maybe we feel that we don't deserve. to be in that relationship that we don't we feel that maybe this conflict and the the rupture will follow when the conflict is not resolved is what we deserve for the way we are or what we have done so that if that inner negativity is there that negativity can make us sabotage can sabotage us it can sabotage first by creating a conflict or aggravating a conflict and by then by impeding or even imploding any conflict resolution so so i think that's the self forgiveness is quite important at least we are not from our side doing anything to make things worse so yeah absolutely cuz then it it even like manifests into narratives or ways that you view yourself and then that manifests into the people that you choose and how you you know will agree to be treated so it's just it's such, such like a self it's like something we have to identify early and then 
nip in the bud, like, and, um, or, and the, the impact could be detrimental to ourselves and other people. Yeah, of course, it's better to identify late than never. But <laughs> <True>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's sometimes what happens is that same self supporting mentality makes us believe that it's too late now. Mm. And yeah, it might be, it might be late. It might be better if it is done earlier. But as I say, better later than never. So. Yeah. Mm. So that was intention, right? That was intention, yeah. Intention. So that's like kind of our first step in moving towards True. this forgiveness. Yeah. So now to understand this intention part better, let's look at forgiveness as when I say for, uh, as emotion. Mm, like we discussed this theme several times earlier, like, oh, wow. I love it when that <laughs> make a circle and it turns into a heart. And if we're talking about emotion, it's always in great times. <laughs> yeah. The soul, mind, and body. Now, this model, it helps us understand that all three are real. And so suppose, you know, we were, we were going, traveling with someone in a car and they were driving and they were inattentive for a moment. They looked here, there, and the car hit something, the car accident. And then we got injured. Maybe our hand got fractured or something like that. Now, they'll feel very bad. They're apologetic. I'm sorry, sorry, I did this. Now, we may also want to forgive them. But, so if there's an accident, and then there is bodily injury. Now, even if there is, that person is apologetic, or even if they're not apologetic, we still want to forgive. So forgiveness doesn't mean instant disappearance of the injury. The physical injury will take its own time to heal. Hmm? So what applies to the body also applies to the mind. So we may forgive, but there is a, you could say, not a mental injury, but a mental wound. And there's not going to be any instant disappearance or fading of negativity. Whatever the negativity associated it, will happen, but it will take its time to heal. So just as we understand that the body will need time to heal, sometimes the mind also needs time to heal. So some people want to rush through the process of reconciling and, uh, and uh, settling the conflict. But sometimes they have to tell, you know, yeah, I don't think I can talk about this right now. Let's wait for some time. Now, of course, this is not a universal principle. Sometimes while the conflict is there, maybe let's talk and get a preliminary clarification, understanding what happened and what went wrong. But after that, yeah, this still hurts. 
and the hurt will heal but to expect that oh i said sorry can't you just move on well okay but my mind is a thing in itself and it will take time to heal so forgiveness as a emotion is something which as i said it will require patience when i say forgiveness as emotion means many times when people do some thought exercise exercises or visualization they say no think of forgiveness as like big bags of cement on your head and on your shoulders and your back and just forgive that person and when you forgive all those bags they fall off your head and they fall onto the ground and they go away from you and then you walk away unburdened free feeling lighter than what you have felt in years and in the thought exercise this can seem very very inspiring very uplifting very liberating but in real life for those weights to fall off they don't just fall off just by our thinking or willing they will take their time so we need that's why we need to be patient and uh, in one sense emotions are in one sense not entirely in one sense emotions are just involuntary reactions or entirely their involuntary responses so we don't find something comfortable our emotional response hey we feel something so if my hand is injured and i try to lift a weight and i feel a pain now that's involuntary i don't want to feel the pain now i may decide not to show the pain i may decide not to stop lifting in spite of the instead of flinch but still uh they will be involuntary so this involuntary will it change it will take time so of course we can decide to refocus when that intention is there to move on the intention is there to close the door to the past to refuse to carry the burden from the past that means that we are we are trying to shift elsewhere we shift on what is important for us we even within that relationship why are we in that relationship what is important for us so we may shift elsewhere and that will help us to create some purpose and positivity but still that's like okay i'm taking the treatment my body my hand was fractured and i'm doing the exercise i'm taking the medication and it'll heal so we shift elsewhere to create a sense of purpose and positivity so for example uh a couple of husband wife may have a fight or two siblings may have a fight but then they focus on some higher purpose oh we have children to take care of we focus on that and then okay we don't uh, fixate on the negativity towards each other two siblings may think of their parents two spir- fellow spirituals may think of their their guru or their spiritual teacher mentor and that focus on on that higher service that that common that shared cause that common purpose can give them something else which creates some positivity and through that gradually the relationship will heal but it's going to take time so rather than expecting the negative emotions to go away 
we focus on mm, on activating or uh, triggering yeah, activating channeling healthy emotions elsewhere mm. that's really good advice you know um and it's such an important point is even recognizing that we all heal at our own rates and so even something that might be easy to get over for you may not be for somebody else and vice versa so even part of the forgiveness piece is kind of accepting both where you where you're at and where the other person's at and and allowing that that space and and grace you know i think of it it's you brought up this um the physical injury and it's kind of it, it it's super synonymous to our emotional injuries like i think of it like you know we're all walking around with wounds on ourselves from experiences that we've had in this world and as we interact with each other we're kind of rubbing against each other and some of those scabs are like coming undone and if the scab is not healed completely from a prior wound it could really come undone from maybe something even a small kind of rubbing and it could it could manifest into something big so even kind of honoring that within ourselves and other people and not taking it personally or not forcing ourselves to be somewhere that we're not too early while continuing to still kind of work towards that in our own healing journey um is 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 so important but sometimes it's hard to understand like okay well i'm healed why aren't they or there's how can they just get over this and i'm and it's hurting me so much it's like you know, kind of recognizing that that in us all. Yeah, true. Nicely put. If you have to acknowledge that it's it takes different people somehow acknowledging that we are physically different is easy. Yeah, if somebody feels somebody, two people go out in the cold, one person gets. running nose and that stays for a long time the other person doesn't have any effect we understand you know some people are more resi- resilient more resistant whatever but at the level of the mind also it is true sometimes one person one person speaks some harsh words to two people maybe a teacher speaks strongly to two students and one of them just yeah okay is i'm sorry i would do it again for the second person is like the end of the world oh my teacher is displeased with me my teacher is angry with me what is the point of my being a student what is the point of my existing also so it's it's we all are oh, vulnerable to different degrees in different ways so that emotional vulnerability that is there we need to recognize that so in general where we are vulnerable there we become volatile oh there wow, a small a thing to, <laughs> so that small small when a small touch small tickle small small rubbing small uh, small impact also it uh, triggers a strong reaction so we need to be aware that different people are vulnerable in different ways and therefore different kinds of triggering might be there 
Yeah. And that can also in practice, you know, when you're, when you're feeling, when you yourself are feeling just bottled up and super angry, also recognizing, okay, this may not be the best time to, to try to reconcile this. Anything that comes out of my mouth at this time is just going to aggravate the conflict. So maybe better to walk away. And then also, again, allowing the other person, like I know my husband, if, if we get into an argument, he needs time to go and, and he needs more time than I do. And, and he's, cause he's just, he just, um, assimilates things that way. And if, and if I poke him, he'll just get further and further at the same time. I worry, like he, he oftentimes he won't come back. So I'm like, okay, I give you time, but you got to come tell me when you're going to come back. It's like, okay, I'll come back tomorrow. Let's talk about it. Or let's talk about it tonight. I'm like, okay. So it's kind of even like finding that balance. Like, okay, I want this to be resolved. I recognize it's not the time, but let's make sure that we both prioritize the time so that it can happen and we don't have, we can move through this. It's, it's sometimes we, we all are in relationships, but you're not always uh, aware of what we are doing in relationships in the sense that relationships are not just about relating with the other person, but it's also about relating with ourselves in a, in a more mature way. Okay. I need to let the other person have space. It means, okay, I don't, I can't be so expecting. I can't be so needy at this point. I can't be so demanding. So that's where we come to know that sometimes, okay, this is, we might think that this is just a normal, this normal expectation. But for the other person, it might be just uh, excessive expectation. Yeah. So. Mm, last week, somebody told me, this, this is quite a, you know, you are quite short-tempered. Did you get angry very often? I said, really? I never get angry. You <laughs> see, it only four incidents when I had got angry. And I said, no, I was not angry in any of those situations. <laughs> if you consider, for me, anger is here. You know, I might be annoyed. I might be displeased. I might be upset. I might be irritated. I said, I'm not angry. He said, I don't know the difference. All of them seem like anger to me. <laughs> 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 so, <laughs> I realized that uh, what would happen is, yeah, I have a short temper, but it is a short, short temper. <laughs> that means it stays for a very short time. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is something which I am annoyed for a few moments. So somebody is, you know, I'm traveling to some place and I have one program and next program. And then I'm supposed to take my meal at a particular time. And they delay the meal. I'm just speaking a little word that, oh, no. okay, this is going to disrupt my plan. Uh, I would say you knew how busy I was. No, it would be nice if could have, something like that I might say. And they take it as a big thing, but later on when they when the food is arranged, I'll talk with them nicely and we'll have a nice discussion. 
and i will i'll forget it but they won't forget it so <laughs> <laughs> so it's a uh, it's i realize that uh, it's uh, there are there are shades which are very clear to me but they are not at all clear to the other person it is when you say that being annoyed is the same as being angry it's like saying somebody is banging their fist on the table and the second is somebody is banging the fist in your face the two are not the same thing at all but sometimes they can seem very similar to other people so yeah i think when we relate with others we come to know more and more about ourselves right okay those small expressions of displeasure or annoyance they would not even register as very noticeable in my own consciousness yeah they register prominently other people's consciousness mm. yeah it's, it's nice humbling to realize yeah it's nice to, to realize that with people it's nice to hang out with people that are more sensitive than us to th- to then even kind of recognize like okay maybe i just for the sake of perception of other people maybe i need to like scale back a bit the same thing happens with me with like my husband calls me aggressive it's like oh you mean aggressive like even the way i walk he's like you're walking very aggressively i'm like really i'm just i'm just going somewhere this is just how i walk but <laughs> walking I mean, aggressively that's funny yeah, like, like, <laughs> it's and it's not like it's not like he's it's like he thinks i'm angry he's just like oh you 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 but he knows me so he knows that like my intention is not aggressive but now like if i'm rooming with somebody else at something i'm super careful how i how i walk because i don't want to be like storming around people thinking that i'm angry or something i'm just i'm just intense mm. but <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it nice being with people who are sensitive? Yeah, I would add be- a word to it. It's yeah, I mean, really nice being with them. <laughs> <laughs> you find it annoying? <laughs> Annoyingly nice. <laughs> it's annoying that they are so sensitive, but it's nice because then we realize how we are not so sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I and I think it's to be taken with a grain of salt too. Like my husband is on the other side. Like he's so sensitive. And I know that. So if he tells me like, "Oh no, that was good. You're good." I'm like, "Okay, I'm good." But if he's like, "Oh, yeah, it was really." I'm like, "Okay, I probably could make it a little bit better, but it's probably not as intense as he's perceiving it to be." So it's also kind of like recognizing that. <laughs> yeah, true. Mm-hmm. So I think the last part about forgiveness it's a big part I'm not sure whether we'll to take it today but um let's see we have like 15 minutes left I think 15 minutes left about 10 minutes 15 I mean we started kind of late so we could probably go 5 minutes late oh, okay let's try then mm-hmm. so when you talk about forgiveness as as action the three things in it one is that it's it's for it It is not the best way to depict it, but let me put it out there. 
it's the first is we need to recognize that before i go into that forgive forgiveness is not the same as trust okay. if we mistake these two to be the same we will never be able to forgive or other by forgiving we will end up ourselves in trouble so why are the two not the same because actually forgiveness is for the past trust is for the future and this is trust is for the future forgiveness is for the past say like we consider a simple uh, parenting example if the parents give some money to a child so that the child while returning from school could buy something a child has lost the money the parents may forgive the child but the next day the parents again give the same money to the child and it happens not once twice thrice then if we lend some money to someone and they just squander it and say oh i'm sorry i won't do this again okay my friend i might forgive you but if you keep lending money to the same person again and again that is setting ourselves up for trouble so so in one sense forgiveness is to be given but trust is to be earned yeah, you know person, i yeah go ahead i think that this misconception can make it really hard to have the intention to forgive because you're almost like scared you're like scared for your safety like because you you perceive that forgiveness means oh okay i'll let them back back into my life 100% the way it was before and therefore you're you're just very adverse to it but understanding like oh no i i can kind of control that boundary now in a way that i feel safer and and better about things um then it's then it's like saying okay then maybe i can let go of the past if i know i'm going to be safer in the future so that that's such a powerful point that that you just um defined there forgiveness is not the same as trust so important yeah i agree with you fully one of the biggest challenges is that your tablet went away um cc yeah i'm just trying to bring it back something okay, wrong over here sorry about it so when forgiveness happens to be when we are trying to forgive at that time it's sometimes either we set that expectation up for ourselves or others expected us from us that we should be trusting at that time itself and that when when that expectation is made from us that makes things impossible so we could put it that this three stages that i'm talking about the first stage is Oh, forgive but don't trust mm, let's put it here like this forgive without trusting and then from there things could either go upward or they could go downward that means if we see change positive change in that person the change i'll explain what we mean by positive change then we could have forgive and trust but if there is no change or negative change just go on the same track and become worse then we may forgive this is forgive as intention 
and then we may have to discipline discipline seek justice whatever is required appropriate for us so that's necessary and <coughs> so this is where this forgive that we are talking about is the forgive of intention and then the trust and all these that we are talking about trusting or not trusting and disciplining all this is about at the level of the action mm. so for example should i elaborate or you want to reflect on this before we move forward no i like this maybe keep going yeah so thing here is that you understand that uh, okay in general when a per- the other person has done something which is wrong hmm? we're talking about uh the mis- there is no misunderstanding there was actually a mistake and it's not just a mistake which is like a accidental mistake it's more like a misdeed which happened now if this is there this has happened on a downward graph then the expected response or the healthy response from that person is two things they have to they have to, be, they have to repent and they have to reform mm-hmm. so repent is more of internal feeling and reform is more external in terms of their behavior and to the extent both of these are there to that extent then trust can be there okay this is a change person now i'm not a person who did like that i'm not the person who spoke like that you may say that but how can i believe that i need to some see some evidence for that so this is where the we have to wait and watch and while trust is seen through actions trust is also is also a matter of emotion you know i feel when we trust someone that means i feel safe with you i don't feel insecure or uh, i don't feel insecure or uh, uncomfortable with you so this is where the emotional healing is also coming it's, these are not as discrete but it's good to see them as discrete to understand how things are working and then if is on the other hand if there's no repentance and no response reform then then we have to go the other way if there's no repentance plus no reform then then there may be we have to discipline okay now discipline is just one word over here it could mean many things it could mean that just distance ourselves from that person we may have to suspend or to end the relationship so suspend it's interesting i never realized that in suspend itself there is an end mm? yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> so so we may distance ourselves or we may even 
just go even seek some well, seek some what is the word recompense not uh some commensurate uh what would be the word some some compensation some some attribution yeah compensation is the best and some other word which is rhymes with distance i'm not able to think about that now this is the so longest know, i've seen you I mean, look for words <laughs> it's happened twice now <laughs> i'm counting cuz you're so quick with your words that you've had to stop and think twice <laughs> yeah but when was the first time I don't remember it at the beginning though you had to you kind of did the same thing you paused and I'm like oh okay he's he's human he has to do that sometimes because <laughs> you're so good with your words <laughs> okay so this is how I think gradually this whole conf- so sometimes conflict resolution could mean that yeah there's no resolution here we just have to end this but how but that shouldn't ever be the first include you know because we have conflict we can't be together or we can't work this out we can't work together on this no but sometimes that may also mean that we could accept that the two of us are different and we might function better at two different places uh, so yeah that's that's overall, a really good that's a really good point in itself is that recognizing that all of these steps we've talked about take a certain amount of energy commitment and time and patience so allowing them to each kind of come to their own fruition like setting the intention that okay I, I want I want to forgive this person I want to go through this process and then allowing the emotions to kind of settle and heal and then getting to the point where okay what is this relationship dynamic going to look like going forward is it going to look like the same or is it not and and if you try to rush through these steps and say oh okay i'm hurt okay now we're not going to be together it can be so much more damaging than than anything i mean that's really just toxic is is um is that so like practicing that that patience of okay i'm feeling bad recognizing that going to take some space i'm going and then giving yourself and others again grace to work through the steps because um and knowing too the point you made at the beginning like yeah true you can have the intention to forgive but that doesn't mean at the end that it's going to look the same it could look all different ways but allow yourself the space to get there hmm Yeah. So, can I summarize? Yeah, I think please. it's a good. What you said is a good point. Actually, I had another session at seven, and they said that it's actually at six Indian time. You are confused. So that's one session in America. I'll need to go there, but I'll please summarize it. Can you hear me? Great. I can hear you, but I can't see your tablet. Yeah. So. Yeah, we just discussed three main things today. How, if you want to move towards the last stage of forgiveness, as the last stage response to mistakes in conflict resolution, talk about forgiveness as intention, 
that is always desirable and doable so forgiveness is if you just forget think of forgiveness only as one entity then we may think it's not possible for me and forgiveness as emotion we be patient we be patient with ourselves we be patient with others and understand that different people heal at different times so intention means it just close the past uh, patient means mind in some ways is like the body its injuries will take time to heal and in terms of action the key is to forgive is not trust and trust has to be earned forgiveness can be given and if it's earned then we just forgive and forget we just let go we we read that person earns our trust and we move on but it's not earned and we have to forgive and discipline in the appropriate whatever ways in the relationship so thank you very much good thank you